0: Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts podcast. All right, so today we're going to be talking about the ten players. How who would have, who would have been the ten players who would have been the greatest if they wouldn't have gotten hurt by injuries sooner in their career. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be saying if asking if this guy is the greatest before we uh, talk about him. So just let intro each player, and that's the plan for today. Are you ready for this, Chris? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. And number 10, number 10. Okay, this is, you guys can tell me if you think this guy is the greatest player. would have been the greatest player if it would, wouldn't have gotten hurt, and it's Greg Oden. And Greg Oden was a power player at center at Ohio State. I uh, l- looked over his tape again, and it was special power and athleticism and good fundamentals in the post. Um, the body he reminds me of is Moses Malone. So now you can kind of understand where I'm coming from with the power and the athleticism and where he could have been dominant center position offensively, especially the way they were playing back then, like 2004, 2005, 2006. Um um, so he's he's number ten on this list for us, and he has really special traits, and he would have been really really solid. He could have been the best center in the league. Um, that what his potential was without the injuries. So, what are you thinking about Greg Oden here, at Chris?
1: Um, yeah, <clears throat> his career was cut short by injuries. Um, as most people on this list, and I just think that yeah, he did have that ability. I would say that I wouldn't say maybe the greatest player. Um, I would say that he could have been great for his time. Because I feel like Mm. eventually, because the way the NBA evolved so quickly, um, I Mm. feel that, you know, sooner or later, you know, he would eventually fade it out. Kind of like a Dwight Howard. Like, Dwight Howard is still, like, he could still play, but he's not mm-hmm. going to be as dominant because the ball – because he, you have to move back because you have to card everybody at three-point – everybody and their mom can shoot a three-point shot now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. centers used to just be banging down low. That's why Dwight Howard was able to be so effective. Shaq was able to be so effective. But now that you have to pull mm-hmm. these centers out, now you're shooting all these threes and it leaves the, it leaves mm-hmm. the hole open. I mean, like, <clears throat> yeah I feel like if the, if the game was played through the center for longer – then I could mm-hmm. see possibly becoming like the greatest center because he did have that potential, but I think that he would just been great for the time period.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, he is. He was in the same draft class as Noah, Joakim Noah, and Al Horford. So that's yeah. kind of what his age range is. He was just younger. Um, yeah. Funny enough, they played each other in the national championship. Joakim Noah and Al Horford beat Ohio State that year. Yeah. With back-to-back titles um okay so we go ahead and transition <clears throat> to the next guy who would have had the greatest career if it wasn't getting hurt um so see if you guys think this guy is the greatest player um and his name is amari stoudemire amari stoudemire was a special athlete six foot nine six foot ten power forward um he's with the Suns, doing great things and then he gets hurt a few years into his career athletic gifts can handle the ball finish around the rim um, and honestly, if he would have stayed healthy, he would have been a phenomenal small ball for, center for whoever thought of using him that way. Um, so in, 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 And in New York, if he would have been healthy with Melo, he would have been the number two on those teams. So uh, there's a lot of things because a guy like that had never really developed his skill set. So we never got to see his cross between whatever his maybe a mid-range game, a mid-post game, and his athletic gifts are like 28, 29 because he was developing skill. But we never got to see those two things converge. And it would have been special with Mel, though. So what do you think about Amari Stoudemire here at number nine? Amari
1: Stoudemire. Um. Hmm. I mean, I remember his Phoenix days. I remember his New York days. I don't really – I mean, I know his power, you know what I mean? He was starting to become Hmm. skilled. I really don't see too much of a difference. Um, I mean, like, I know that there was an injury and things like that because I remember watching, you know, the New York Knicks. I remember watching the Suns. So it's just like, I wouldn't like, that's another player where I kind of like, I don't quite agree. It's just like, I feel that he was going to max out where he was going to max out, but maybe just maybe I feel that if he didn't have to do that 60 seconds or less offense, maybe he could have had a little bit more longevity and we could have seen something. Um, But I feel like outside of that, I mean, like, it's just it probably was just a situation that just really just wore on his body. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like I said, I can't really draw too many differences between the two because I feel like he was still pretty decent in in New York. I mean, like he was a starting center for them, so I feel like I mean, like yeah, he was like not. I wouldn't even say he was a <clears throat> shell. I think he wasn't like he wasn't completely like. I mean, we haven't we didn't see like a hundred percent of Amari, maybe like eighty, eighty five, maybe ninety, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, it still wasn't. I mean, like the game was just getting away at that point, you know, because the game the game was getting away. It, it was starting to go back into like, okay, maybe, you know, develop a mid range shot. Maybe that would have extended his career a little bit too, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of like Blake Griffin. Yeah. Blake Griffin developed skill as he
1: got older. And
0: there was a point in time he was more skilled than athletic. Um, but
1: you got to think, like, yeah. Amari has a big body. You know what I mean? He was, he was kind of like a mm-hmm. really modern center. So, like, if he would have maybe, no. if he could have been like more Yao than Dwight, he could have, I mean, you know what I mean? Then he probably could have been he got kind of, kind of you know prolonged his career even after mm-hmm. the injury you know like what do, what do all the like the great players do as they get older they add more to their game LeBron was isn't a great three point shooter still not the best three point shooter but he shoots more you know what I mean so he doesn't have mm-hmm. to go down low and bang body so much because he's getting older. And, you know that same no. thing. Like as you're getting older you add more to your game. I mean like I just feel that he was just too much on like okay I have power, I have to mm-hmm. do this around the rim instead of trying to evolve his game.
0: Hmm. I could see it. No.
1: Yeah. All right, we're gonna
0: transition to number eight. Uh, another guy, and let's see if you guys think is this guy would be, in your opinion, uh, the greatest player of all time to get hurt by injuries and like how great his peak would have been. Um, and he's Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins played in the sixties and seventies. Um, six eight, great athlete. Uh, had mid range skill. His story is that in college at iowa they they wrongly accused like caught him determined that he was cheating games apparently people were saying that he was betting on games and like helping throw games for people to make money while getting money for that um so Mm -hmm. they wrongly uh accused him and like put that on his name for the nba so the nba didn't let him in until he was 27 he was eventually proven um not guilty of that. And that's when the NBA let him in. There was like a million dollar settlement or something like that for uh, not letting him in the NBA. So he was in the ABA for a little while, averaging like 28, 29, 30 points per game until like 25, 26. And then he gets to the NBA. He's averaging around 26. He wins and he does really well in Phoenix for a few years before his athleticism fades away. But the special thing about him is six foot eight and he's a freak athlete at like twenty-five in the ABA, doing Dr. J. Like stuff but most people don't really know him and at that time frame most of those great athletes will go through a stage between 22 and 26 where it's their peak of their careers because they're one they're playing 82 games they're playing full games back then they were not playing like 60 games of the season resting their legs and they didn't have modern medicine so these great athletes usually faded out quicker in their careers because they just didn't have modern medicine. So, and, you know, different standards because they were expected to play, like, 46, 45 minutes a game. Um, so we didn't really get to see his real peak because he wasn't in the league. He was, he was you know, chilling on his couch. I mean, the fact that guy was not in the ABA until 25 and then averages 31, 32, you know, coming off the couch tells you how special he is, okay? So uh connie hawkins man connie hawkins
1: that that's
0: number now, that eight one, en-
1: now that one is that's one i could like kind of get behind a little bit because a lot of these guys you know on this list as i'm seeing is like you know it's like injuries pro you stop their career from truly taking off but like i could see where it's just and tear, and the fact that he wasn't allowed to play until he was 25 mm-hmm. years old so that kind of makes a difference you know what i mean considering that like you said we don't have modern medicine we don't have we didn't have 40-year-old Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, mm. that That, that wasn't possible then. You know what I mean? Like, 37-year-old 30, LeBron. That's not... I mean, 38, 37, 30, 30, 37, 38, 37.
0: LeBron's 38, probably 37. 38-year-old 38
1: 38 LeBron. You know, that was, that's yeah. not possible then. I mean, like, yeah. these guys have a, have a quick peak and then a fast decline. And yeah. especially when you're jumping all day, every day, because you're playing 82 games and you're jumping high, you're coming down. You know what I mean? That... That athleticism quickly fades, if you know, because yeah. you're not taking care of your body. You're probably out. You're probably going to go play a basketball game. You know what I mean? Drop thirty, go to the club. You know, you're smoking cigarettes. You're probably doing drugs. You know, things like that. This is it's, that's just the time period. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. especially 60, 70. those are the time period. So you you know, these aren't these aren't these are athletes. Don't get me wrong. Great athletes, great basketball players, but it's just the time period in which they decide, in which he played the game, and where it's just you know where it wasn't possible to get the kind of treatments to get the kind of medicines and to get the kind of regimen and to keep it and like, you know what I mean? To keep people out of the party scene so much during, you know, you know, we have back to backs.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That all takes a factor. Yeah. Nobody's telling them what to eat. You know what I mean? Nobody's telling them what to eat, what to drink, things like that. Like no, this, no, it's no, that's, that's not really implemented at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's a good point, Chris. All right, you ready to transition number seven? Yeah. On uh, number seven. You guys can, you know, make the debate. See if you guys think this this is the greatest guy that would have been in the NBA if it was for injuries or other circumstances. And his name is Arvidas Sabonis. It's Demontis Sabonis' father. So uh, this guy didn't get into the NBA until around thirty three. He played in Europe most of his uh, youth and had knee issues. And you may be thinking, Jason, you know, you know what. You may be thinking, Jason, how are you going to find tape on a guy like this? Well, you know, this is the godly sense of YouTube. Uh, I was able to find 20-year-old, 24-year-old tape of this guy. And, you know, another supporting fact is Charles Barkley has said before on TNT that Sabonis was the better player. And he played against him, you know, when he was playing for the Dream Team and, like, overseas and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that's a supporting argument for this. But at 20... It wasn't a full clip, but I did see him break a backboard. So, you know, that's first things first. This guy's like 7 1. At 24, he's a bull. 7 yeah. 1, huge. Like, he's strong, big guy, not a great mover, not going to be a great defender other than rebounding at a high level and shot blocking at the rim. But where he's special is he reminds me of Jokic, but mid-range, where it's not like the ball handling, but he is a top five, top three passer of all time at the center position. It's ridiculous. Like, one time it was it was insane. One time, man, I was watching this guy play, and he gets a pass underneath the basket, and there's a guy on the right wing open. And it's not even like a full catch, feet hit the ground and pass. No. It's like midair goes from left hand, catches the ball, and passes it like in like in flow things that you you see like Chris Paul do that LeBron James do that. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so special. I see this guy do you see him throw a few passes I was like, man, how did he fit that pass it? How do you see that guy? That was ridiculous. Like, it's like it, it is Bill Walton, Jokic ish, where he's a passing maestro who never got the you know, play with athletic guards in the NBA and have spacing and have talent around him. Um, good post player, good post skill, uh big human being, has a mid-range shot. I mean, he basically stands in the mid-range the whole time and it, it, his mid-range shot is butter. Where it's like Jokic where he could just space out and give you space and pass and be efficient and be a good basketball player. Like uh, it it's 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 a guy who would have been special in the NBA. And he had knee injuries and stuff like that at like 29, 30 and like most of his time is playing in Europe, playing in Russia. Uh so not a ton of tape. Not a ton of not a ton of well actually I I gotta see a full game, so I have plenty of tape, but uh you know this this guy is special, man. It's it could have been a, a big what if this guy could have been really special. What do you think about that?
1: Mm. I read a bonus. Um let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I wouldn't I mean, I I guess I'm just, like, the guy who's just, like, you're, like, yeah. And I'm, like, no, no, no. Like, that's how I feel on this podcast right now. But I'm going to say, like, I wouldn't say he's the greatest what-if story. I understand skill. I understand ability. You know what I mean? I understand you're 7-1 and you're doing this. Like, that's amazing. Like, I'm not going to ever, you know, diminish that. But I feel that what we do as Americans, right, we put a lot of emphasis on things that come from us, meaning that we're like, oh, he didn't get into the NBA, so, you know, we never got a chance to see truly what he was capable of, you know what I mean, against our level I mean, of talent. He was in Not the NBA saying when you, he was 33. You know he was what I mean?
0: In the NBA when he was 33 and for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah.
1: It's just but aged. you get what I'm saying. Like we didn't see like the mm-hmm. younger, you know what I mean. So we don't, we never seen him against our level of talent. You know what I mean. He played against the highest level, but as an older player, you know what I'm saying. Mm. So we we tend to, as Americans, make it seem like what we have is better than everybody else's but that's not necessarily true i would say that the nba is on is in a different you know level is on a different level but a lot of those players you know in the euro leagues have developed greatly you know what i mean that that's why they're coming here and they're dominating look at luca look at dirk look at you know you know we Giannis. these guys from greece and uh, Jokic. you know what i'm saying so like the euro league the euro league the EuroLeague league is like going crazy. So we can't like say like, you know, I wouldn't say it's a what if, story. Because like just because he didn't he didn't get into the in the NBA at a young age, I feel like he still got a chance to play at the at the highest level at the time. You know what I mean? At one of the highest levels. So I feel like yeah, he still got the opportunity. I guess we didn't really get
0: to see it. We didn't get to see we, it.
1: Yeah, I get that we didn't get to see it. So I guess it would be a, you know, because It been of, like because a it was what over it?
0: Like, what if he was dropped on the Boston Celtics and he would have been the center uh-huh. for those teams with Larry Bird, Kevin McHale? Like, like you drop him on some teams that, you know, that, that he adds to that. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. why, that's why it's a what if, because of his gifts. Dear goodness, him yeah. and Larry Bird would have carved out teams. Dear, oh my gosh. True passing true, true 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 true
1: see that's why i had to get exactly where you were coming from with your argument because i was saying like you know like a lot of times like i said like as americans like we mm-hmm. we make it where you're very you're, we're very eurocentric meaning that we believe mm-hmm. that what we have here is the best yeah and i'm just like but there's other leagues out there that are doing it just as well if not better uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying we like no. we are we have like we're the i wouldn't even. Say, I'm I, I want to say that maybe we're the standard, but once you have the standard, you're the blueprint because, you know, basketball was invented back in 1925 um, by Naismith, um, Dr. Naismith. So, you know, we're the originators, but when you have the originators, then you have people who take that blueprint and make it better. Mm. Yeah.
0: He would have been a fantastic fit in so many like motion offenses that involve passing. It would have been like him tearing up teams. Like if he would have gotten to a triangle offense to play with Michael, goodbye. <laughs> okay, if <laughs> he would have gotten the triangle offense as their center, which is movement and passing and player movement that involves post touches. <laughs> look, look, look! That team's even better. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, uh, let me tell you something like he didn't play, he was 33, he played with Scottie Pippen on the Portland Trail Bears, it was okay in like 1999 2000. Okay, yeah, I guy, that,
1: yeah, yeah, so uh, I get it, oof. I get exactly where you're coming from. And you know, on that stance, you know, I can say that he would be He's a great what if story because uh, I mean, we never got a chance to see what he looked like, you know, playing with the you the NBA. know, with some of those greats in the, yes. with some, in the NBA. But Mm -hmm. from the other standpoint, it was just like, you know, like he did have a career. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he got over here later, but he had a career. A lot of these guys got cut short really quickly. But I feel that, you know, he had a career.
0: I I guess I see where you're coming from. All right. You ready to hit the next guy? Yeah. This is a guy we make fun of a lot in the podcast, but he's earned this spot. So, you know, if you guys want to say, Oh, do I want to see if you guys think Bill Walton is the greatest? Oh my gosh. how great this would a player would have been with, if he did get hurt. Um, Bill Walton gets hurt at 26. Comes into the league at 22. Wins an MVP. Wins an NBA championship. Um, never averages more than 20 points per game, but he's a top three passer at the center position of all time. He would be the greatest passer at the center position of all time if it wasn't for Nikola Jokic. Uh, good athlete, much better athlete than you may think. Above average, really good defender at the rim. Really, he's a skilled scorer, but he's just not overly aggressive with it. Um, but he's he really. Really, we never really got to see him develop grow and be like 28 29 maybe grows to be more aggressive and maybe averages like 25 and 6 25 and 7 25 7 and 10 maybe something like that where he's dominating the nba um so bill walton is number 6 on our list what do you think about bill walton here
1: mm, that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one and I will say oh, that it, he's a good guy's oh, nice here in top 5 top 5 he, he's a, nice. he's <laughs> yeah. he's definitely a good what if story that's a good one um yeah. because that, that's that's a guy who truly had his career cut short by injuries he yeah. was he, he, you know like coming in at 22 winning an mvp winning a championship you know what i mean that's special you know in your yeah. first year um that's really special and then like really like nagging injuries really just took him out of his prime very quickly yeah. so he didn't you know he didn't last long um mm. So yeah, that's that's a good one actually. I, I I like okay. I'll agree with that one. I'll agree. That's a good one. That's a good one. Chris I'm has high standards. One. Yeah, that's a good one. Me, everything else I can argue, but I can't argue with that one. I, I like okay. that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with that one. I'll find one to argue with. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right the next guy is let's see if you guys think this is the greatest uh what if story maybe how great that would have been if it wasn't for entries um it's grand hill grand hill's number five for us uh but grand hill is special grand hill yeah. got hurt at age 26 could pass the heck out of the basketball could score athletic finish around the rim uh pretty decent defender had potential defensively maybe if he wouldn't have been carrying his team offensively because the Detroit Petson sucked after you know the bad boys era um
1: so they had to
0: (laughs) yeah Grant Grant Hill man Grant Hill was special people were talking about him being the guy that passed the torch to after MJ and being in the conversation for that
1: kind of guy so um what do you think about Grant Hill at five okay I can't argue with that one but I think they had to you know what I mean because I think they made Isaiah sit so they can get Grand Hill and then I think he was uh-huh it, it was it was like some weird stuff going on so I think like it was I feel that there they was just wasn't an. yeah they tanked for him there just wasn't enough knowledge of basketball as we have now and the human body that would have told mm. them like you can't just put the load on a guy every night to perform You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel that, yeah, they tanked and got him. I feel like he was just in the wrong situation. Had he went to, like, maybe Mm -hmm. a better situation, his career could have been prolonged. And that's what this what if is about. It's like, what if he went somewhere else? So, like, yeah, if he went somewhere else and wasn't, like, on such a bad team, because they had to tank pretty bad, you know what I mean, to get him to get Mm -hmm. the first round. Um, But it's just like... Had he been on a different team, like yeah, we all always have like you know Grant Hill, you know what I mean. But he got hurt, and it was a bad injury, and it just cut his career short.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I agree, Chris. I agree. Are you ready to kick it to the next guy?
1: Yeah, let's we'll see if I can disagree with this one.
0: All right, so this is going to be the next guy, and it's going to see if you guys think this guy is the greatest what-if story if he did get hurt of all time. It's Trace McGrady. He's four on our list. He gets hurt at 26 after getting out of Orlando. Um, He's not ever athletically the same, even though he's still a good athlete for Houston. He's still not the superhuman athlete that he was used to be. Um so, for the Houston Rockets, man, he's so highly skilled that he's still a star in the NBA, but he doesn't have that same athletic burst that he does. And because of injuries, and he had so many injuries after this. It was like he's injured all the time, injury problems, can never stay healthy, can never stay on the court. And, you know, at like 29-30, if you look at the stats, he starts becoming a good passer. He passes like four assists per game. So he becomes a complete player at like 29 that could have been like a 34-3, and three re- four rebounds a game guy and could have been leading those Houston Rockets to really great seasons if he wasn't just hurt all the time. So, I mean, so much of this guy's career is just marred by injuries. And so nobody really – I mean, even Kobe Bryant said that he was him just taller. Like, this guy is legit. Like, this guy is a legit bucket. But we never really got to see him consistently. And he never really got to, you know, go somewhere with his team. Because um, Yao Ming had similar I- injury issues. So, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a team I care
1: for. Well – I found one, so I'm gonna go okay. ahead and disagree with this. Um, okay, just because I feel that he's it, like yeah, if he didn't get hurt, but you know he went from Toronto, he had a long career, and I think in my opinion, I feel like he was better for the Houston Rockets than he was with the Wendell Magic. Um, I feel like when his skill picked up is when he became better, but I feel that the injury, right, like as it became like you know what I mean, constantly injured, and the first injury that would had him develop even develop more skillfully was that was kind of like how will we have gotten you know a better passer down the line if he didn't get injured athletically because i mean you know injured so that because he would have started to develop I mean rely more on his athletic gifts on the shooting you have to think that these weren't these more majority of the players you know what i mean weren't all around players there weren't too many guys who could pass shoot
0: Or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: You know, defend and everything like that. They were like, okay, we have two skills here. We're gonna put some other guy with has different different two skills, and we're gonna make a team together. You know what I mean? So like, what he have developed if he could if he could still rely on jumping over people and, you know, being athletically gifted. What he have ever developed? Most people and do what. In most cases, but I'm just this is a what if we don't know, you know what I mean? So I'm saying like, would he have developed? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that passing came later down the line, but he started he was already a pretty decent shooter. You know what I mean? He was athletic, you know. So he was with Vince Carter on the Toronto Raptors, but then once he left, he was like, oh yeah, I'm this I'm the guy here in Orlando, but the team never quite clicked around him. So he started having mm-hmm. the, he had the Grant Hill issue where everything was on was his fault. You know what I mean? He had to put the whole team on his back, and then they ran him into the ground, and then he got traded to Houston. So he just never wasn't the same player again because of you know those night in night outs. I have to I have to, I have to put on I have to drop damn near forty points or we don't win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it became that kind of that kind of play, which isn't fun for anybody. Um, so I feel like I have to. I would just disagree with maybe the greatest what if because would he have developed that had he not been hurt? Mm-hmm. I think the skill was there. You know what I mean? That's just something you work on. But would he have? Mm-hmm. He would have. He. In order to continuously play as long as he did, he would have to develop something that made him a commodity to the to teams again. So I mm-hmm. think that that when he had that passing aspect, that's because he was you know he didn't he definitely he was older didn't have the athleticism anymore considering considering injuries and age.
0: Mm. I could see it. I could see it. <clears throat> Alrighty, so we're gonna go ahead and transition to the next one. I don't think you're gonna find any flaws in the next three, especially (laughs) because I know you'll go the next one. So this is up to you guys. If you guys think this next guy is the greatest what if story of all time, this guy would have had the greatest career if he didn't get hurt by entries. His name's Derek Rose dark gross number three on our list Definitely. man gets hurt at 23 already has an MVP um superior athlete um wasn't highly skilled at that point in time but we do get to see him put on some skill like 30 31 where he's playing in the NBA right now and he's a lot more skilled from the three-point line and stuff like that he was never a great passer either uh but he developed into a pretty solid one with age so there's there's room for growth with his athletic gifts. so he could have been a really special point guard um so he's number three on this list. This top three is loaded. This guy could have been a top 40, top 35 player of all time type of guy. Um top 50 if it wasn't for the injury. So let me see what you think here. Derek Rose, number
1: three. Yeah, I can't disagree with that one. I can't. Um, because Derek Rose was at the peak of his game. I mean, the youngest MVP is like le- like that Chicago's Bulls team was the best in the East um had possibilities yeah. to win championships had he not been hurt um because he was playing the best basketball of probably his career um a lot of my rebuttals have been like oh he was able to still play a you know decently at a at an older age but that's not necessarily true for derrick rose because mm-hmm. he 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 like well, he broke his ac was it i mean sprained his aco like four times two times both legs like you, that does a lot to you you know what i mean consistently being hurt mm-hmm. all the time that does stuff for you mentally that does some stuff for you you know athletically especially because he was so explosive you know that explosiveness you yeah. just to be more careful we don't we even we'll never see derrick rose drive to the basket like he did in 2011 we'll never see that mm-hmm. ever again but and yeah. then he wasn't that great of a shooter either but you could rely on him in in moments so but he was just jumping so high and, and landing so awkwardly. So I feel that if he had possibly the right training on how to land and not so much of a street ball outlook on basketball, yeah, and I feel that he could have prolonged his career and and he mm-hmm. probably could have been one of the greatest players of all time because he had yeah. that potential. That yeah. was, he was that he revel- okay. So look, there was AI right who <laughs> <He> crawled so. <laughs> I mean, he walked so that Derrick Rose could run. And then Russ came afterwards. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just that type of guy, that level of guy. So I definitely I can't disagree with that one at all because we've seen it. Yeah. All right. Let's transition
0: to the top two. The top two. You know, these guys have to be good to be kicking Derrick Rose out of the way. Um So let's see if you guys think this is the greatest. Old heads will agree with me. Okay. Old heads will understand where I'm going with this one. Let's see if you guys agree with that this guy is the greatest player of all time, would have been the greatest player of all time, but got hurt by injuries in that category. And his name is Ralph Sampson. Yes. Yes. Got hurt at 26 Rookie year, he's averaging 22. Coming out of college, Bill Russell saying he's gonna be the greatest center of all time. Okay, let me talk to you about Ralph Simpson here. Greatness at the center's position comes from great athletic traits. Great traits where you're so dominant physically before we even start talking about skill that you can become one of the greatest centers of all time. Look at Will Show here. Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain's athletic. Dominant freak looks like the flash running up and down the floors. Strong athletic, great body, great grip. Seven foot one, Shaq. Before we even talk about skill, he's huge, seven foot one, three something, built out of granite. He's got good feet for his size. Special Hakeem Olajuwon, ballerina for feet, ballerina for feet. Great mover with the basketball. Okay, that guy has a lot of potential. Let's talk about Ram Sampson here. Oh, Kareem. Kareem. six foot, seven foot two, good athleticism, great, good arms, highly coordinated basketball player. Okay, let's talk about mm-hmm. Ralph. Ralph Sampson's seven foot four moves like he's six foot nine. <laughs> All right, good mover for seven foot four. You have to understand that seven foot four guys don't move like that. Seven foot four guy, he moves like Victor Juanabanya. He moves like that kind of guy. Like it, yeah. it's it's a lanky good mover. So you you pair a guy that can move well with a guy that has a butter mid range shot, a really solid post fadeaway, good footwork in the post, good hook shot that's really, really, really reliable, good ability to play defense and move around and be a shot blocker at the rim and rebound and run in transition and do stuff like that. Like, I saw him run in transition sometimes. So I was like, wow, I can't believe he can move like that. Like, he can handle the ball sometimes, he doesn't do it very often, but like, he's highly, highly skilled with all those gifts. The man came in his rookie year averaging 22. Okay? It's, this is not the 60s. He's playing in the 80s. Right? He's and he's playing with a key Balaji one. You think he would have had a better stat line by himself on the Seattle SuperSonics or some random team that didn't have anybody else? This guy would have yeah. had 20 25, 26, he was playing with Hakeem. Hello? He's playing with Hakeem. He gets hurt at 26. We never get to see his full peak. But, I mean, guys like Bill Russell said he would have been the greatest setter of all time that was his potential coming out of college. Like, this guy's ridiculous. He is definitely, this guy could have been the top 10 player of all time. That this This guy could have been the next Kareem because Kareem had those gifts where he was so much taller than everybody else. And he may not be Will or Shaq where he's so dominant physically that he's special, but where he's so much taller, lankier, great footwork has unstoppable moves, like a great post fadeaway, like a great hook shot, like Ralph Sampson, where nobody can block it because he's tall, but he was two inches taller. He was seven foot four. It could do all those movement things. He was not a stick in the mud. It was very impressive. This guy could have been a top 10 player of all time. This guy could have been a top 5 center of all time. And this is this is special right here. Ralph Simpson is special. He got hurt at 26, man. Go watch him. Yeah,
1: Let's that's what we think. Easily. Easily a top <laughs> 10 player. I cannot disagree with this one. Mm-hmm. I can't find any flaw in this at all. Because just off what you said, the very first opening statement, Bill Russell, right, said that this guy has the ability to be the greatest center of all time. Coming from the guy who has 11 rings, who, you know, in <laughs> most people's eyes, is the greatest center of all time. You know what I mean? So, like, that says something. That uh-huh. speaks to something. When when the when the GOAT of that era, you know, before Shaq, you know what I mean? You're like, damn, uh-huh. he said I'm the greatest of all time. You know what I mean? Like, so you look at this player a lot differently. You have him under a different magnifying glass than most other players. Yeah. And it's just so sad that he got hurt. You know what I mean? And then but I mean, but he was playing with Kakin. Like, and you're right. Like if yeah. he was playing on like say like the Cavs of that time, like he would have had Buckets. a lot more points. Yeah. He, the Cavs would have been a great team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were already great. They would have been a greater team. So it's just I don't know. Like, damn, that's a good one. That's a, I can't disagree with that. That's a good one. That's the crazy, good one. the crazy Go ahead. Grant Hill, Ralph Sampson, those two are really good. Really, really yeah. good ones. really good write-up stories because they had injuries that really like stopped their peak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Michael Jordan just said a letter to Ralph Sampson, thanking him for the injuries, because if you don't think Hakeem and Ralph Sampson could have taken some rings away from if you had two top ten centers of all time who Hakeem could mm-hmm. play power forward because of movement skills on the same team. I'm telling you, MJ has less rings. Okay, they beat they they him and Hakeem like under the age of 25 beat the Lakers. The Lakers with Magic Johnson, Kareem, James, Worthy, um, Byron Scott, AC Jones, like the whole crew. Like and MJ's coming into his peak years. Michael Michael Magic Johnson, I meant to say, not Michael Jordan. Uh. Magic Johnson's coming to his peak years, and they beat them and go to the Western NBA Finals, and they lose to Larry Bird and the Celtics, but they still got there, right? Like, this team would have been the dynasty in the West after the Lakers were done in, like, 88, 87, through, you know, Hakeem's winning rings in 95, 94. Like, this would have been a long-term... They would have pushed because the Bulls' issue is okay, yeah, you have great defenders, but you have nobody that's above seven foot other than your center. Like, it was Dennis Rodman and Horace Grant. Like, those guys couldn't guard Akeem at power forward. Dennis Rodman's six foot seven. He's doing nothing with Akeem. Who's doing what with Ralph Sampson? The issue with the Bulls defensively was a center can expose them. Okay, put two top ten centers of all time on the same team. And we're gonna talk about weaknesses, okay? Cause I would tell you, all right, that that's that's the kryptonite, to the bulls. It would have been the Rockets. This this team would have pushed MJ's Oh, I'm six and oh. Well, he didn't get the face two superstars on the same team. Um, so he better thank them. He better send the card thanking Ralph Sampson because that man was special. You know,
1: honorable mention in the what if stories: if uh, <laughs> if Ralph Sampson and Hakeem would have been able to play longer, Jordan would have stayed playing. Back would have stayed playing baseball. He would never came back. <laughs> um, honorable mention: what if story? If <laughs> Jordan never got Scotty, then Isaiah Thomas would be the greatest player of all time. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> he would have so many rings. Yeah. Oh, bad boys those, team will be the greatest
0: team of all time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they would have beat the bad boys. The Houston, this Houston Rockets team would have been tough with the King, well, King and Ralph Sampson. No joke. Yeah, no joke.
1: Um. All right. No, I'm saying. I said if Jordan never got Scotty, then uh, the yeah. Bad Boys would be the greatest team, and Isaiah would, uh, would yeah, have the yeah. most rings in NBA history.
0: I don't think they would have lasted. I think it would have gotten three or four, maybe three. I three think four. they faded out age wise. I think it would have been yeah. the West, the Wedwoods. There was no good team in the East other than uh MJ until Penny and Shaq start playing together. The the East yeah. was extremely weak. Like it was people really overrate the East in that time frame. Those it, it was Buds. <laughs> I mean, you got Patrick yeah. Ewing leading a team and Reggie Miller leading a team. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Um not really I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um so that's beside the point. You ready to kick in the next guy? Yeah, you want a <sighs> drum roll? Da, 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 da. I got all right. One. All right. You got a plan? Yeah. All right. So, this next guy is let's see if you guys think it is this is the greatest player of all time, would have been the greatest player of all time without injuries in our opinion, he is. This Penny Hardaway. Oh baby. Let me tell There's you no about one. Penny Freaking hard away. Let's go. All right, six foot seven. Let's talk about the stats. First things first, if you look him up right now, you're going to see that he never scored more than 21 points per game. Well, imagine being a port guard playing with Shaq. True. You're not scoring more than 20, okay? Like I, Magic Johnson never did playing with Kareem, never scored more than 22, 23 until he got the keys of the castle like 87, 86 when Pat Raya told him he need to score more and he was getting the keys to his castle scoring-wise. He was never that much of a scorer with Kareem, and that was the way the offense was built, the same way with Penny. But let me tell you about Penny Hardaway. Six-foot-seven, freak of nature athletically. I mean, what he does athletically is ridiculous. He's a great body. He gets compared to Magic Johnson a lot. Um, I don't think he's a great comparison to Magic. I think Magic's a better passer, but I can understand where we're coming from because he would have been greatness. Because he had two, he has like two guard and three guard skill scoring wise, where he's got nice mid range game. games, not nice post up game. He can really score great for himself. He can finish around the rim, and he's a great passer. He plays a great pace and he gets hurt at 25. He gets hurt yeah. at 25. Six foot seven, great passer, great scorer. Great defensive potential, great athletic gifts and we never got to see him at his peak. And honestly, his peak could have been a top 3 point guard of all time. I think his peak mm-hmm. would have been Magic Johnson, Penny Hardaway, Steph Curry are all in the conversation for the top 3 point guards of all time. It wouldn't have been a competition in that 90s in the early 2000s which would have been his reign. Um and could you imagine if Shaq would have stayed? If Shaq would have stayed with Penny and you have a top three point guard of all time with Shaq. Uh, yeah, Shaq's still getting rings in Orlando. And uh, the time frame of passing the torch is getting moved up here because MJ's Bulls might not be pushing things like always um, in 98. They this These two would have been really close um, if Shaq would have stayed. But in Orlando, if he would have had the keys to the castle without Shaq, we would have been witnessing a triple-double guy, uh, a guy that would have been 26, 27, 28, 29 points per game, talking 10, 9, 8 assists and 10, 9, 8 rebounds, and a great defensive guy. And when a guy's putting up those kind of statistics in the 90s, which is an offense predicated around pass first point guards, um, because of just his gifts are so ridiculously insane, I'm talking about one of the greatest point guards of all time because his passing ability is going to improve his teammates. That mm-hmm. that that passing ability is the key to the winning ways when it comes to winning championships. So he would have elevated his teammates, and we talk about Scottie Pippen to LeBron James. This would have been LeBron James before LeBron James. This would have been the guy that's six foot seven point guard, attacking the rim, making great passes. The dynamic of oh you're going to stop me at the rim, oh you're going to stop me from a passing, oh I have skill and can score. This would have been LeBron before LeBron. He might not have been as great as LeBron, but where it would have been LeBron before LeBron. This this is this is that guy because he was strong. He was built like it was. Would have seemed a twenty eight. He would have been built fast, athletic, skilled even more than what he was. Like this guy had a high, high potential to become the greatest player in the NBA and be pushing Shaq for greatest player in the NBA during that time frame. Uh... So, this guy could have been a top 5, top 10 player of all time. This guy could have been really, really, really special. Trust me, you watch, just watch him play. You will understand where I'm coming from on this one. This guy is ridiculous. And this is the guy that would have been the greatest of all
1: time if it wasn't for injuries, in my opinion. Chris, what do you think? I can't disagree with that. I can't. Because it's really, truly, it was literally injuries. Like, we have to make sense of this, right? You have... Penny, six seven. No. The last guard we seen, the last guard that we seen that was tall, could pass, could shoot, and all that was MJ. That was of that was of that height. You know, even though M- not, I'm talking about Magic Johnson. Yeah, well, you <laughs> made the JK. same mistake me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was Magic yeah. Johnson. Um, you know, what I mean? even though he couldn't shoot on a level with Penny, you know, maybe like he was more of a better passer. But still, like that's the last time we seen a tall guard, and then you pair him with probably the most dominant force in the NBA history, aka mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, the big diesel, and this is young Shaq. You know, I mean, yeah. he's quicker. He's more athletic. You know, yeah. he's more dominant, more powerful. Um, you know, and you put these two guys together. These guys had every reason, and when I mean every reason, every reason to win rings, not rings, yeah. rings. That would have been a mean, dynasty. They could have took over the nineties. No team was messing with that team. Yeah.
0: At all. Late 90s, early 2000s would have been domination because Penny's younger than Shaq. Penny's Penny's younger than Shaq. So imagine Shaq's timeline. Shaq's still dominating 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. So Penny's still younger than him. So he's still. uh, I completely agree, Chris.
1: I'm telling you, rings on rings on rings. Go ahead.
0: And imagine this. When I think about the 2000s. In the late 1990s, after MJ's gone, the East was extremely weak. We have teams like, you know, the Indiana Pacers with Reggie Miller and that team that goes to the NBA Finals. We got Jason Kidd going with Kenyon Martin and Kiki Vanderway and, you know, Richard Jefferson. Like, those teams sucked. Those teams were some of the worst NBA finals teams that we have ever seen in the history in the NBA. Like, the East was terrible. It was the Western Conference dominance. Like, it would have been like LeBron where he would have, they would have went to so many finals. It would have been a crazy, like, eight, nine finals, seven, eight finals, you know, without injuries. And we could have been seeing five to six rings from those two. Because mm-hmm. Kobe and Shaq don't pair as well. One, they would have they would have aged gracefully together and learned basketball IQ together but a guy like a guard like LeBron James fits so much better with a big than a Kobe because the passing because Shaq's got to beat Kobe with a piece of brick to tell him to pass like I read Phil Jackson's book recently 11 rings and like it says multiple times over a multiple year time frame about how selfish Kobe was how much Kobe had to be like reined in? You can't be taking all the shots. We need Shaq to win. You can't be, you know, selfish about it. Just trying to get your stats. Like, like, let's Penny's a guard, a pass first guy with great scoring ability that fits so much better with Shaq because they would have been had chemistry and fit well. I mean, just look like John Stockton and Karl Malone. Those guys fit well. Great guards and bigs, Magic Johnson, Kareem, Oscar Robinson, Kareem. Like This has been a classic combination for a very long time. I'm not saying Kobe is a terrible player or anything like that. I'm just saying the fit with a guy like Shaq is just not as fluid. Um, Yeah. Because Kobe wanted to be Kobe, the star. He didn't really learn how to win until like 2010 when Phil Jackson comes back.
1: It was... Too many, um too many it guys like Jackson, number one, Kobe's a number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why that's why the pairing was kind of like off a little bit. But with mm-hmm. Penny, Penny's a number one, but he's a passer. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a little bit different. Jack's number mm-hmm. one, but, you know, he, he's, he's more dominant down low. They don't attack yeah. the same spaces. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. I def. I can't disagree. I can't disagree with this one. I. I can't. I don't want to disagree with it. I never would disagree. Other one. <laughs> ones. Yeah. I will. I- I'll fight tooth and nail. But with those top. Three, I can't disagree with those. I won't. I definitely won't. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Man. Penny. Man. Penny. Special. Uh. Yeah. Three guys that barely missed the list is Len Bias, Brandon, Brandon Roy, and Yao Ming. So those are guys that are just barely missed. Uh. But. Yeah. Hand gathers. Is- Oh, yeah, Hank Gathers. I forgot about him. He was really good in college. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to say cool. before we What do you, what? Go
1: ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no.
0: Uh, I said, I was asking for anything else you want to say before we cut it?
1: I mean, Lynn Bias, Hank Gathers are a little different because, you know, like they just they didn't get injured, they died. So they yeah. passed away. So it's like we we like we know they were great, but it was like we never got we like those are those are what if stories in themselves. So because like, yeah, at, but it's more like had they, you know, lived, but that's just crazy. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty crazy that like. In MJ's era, two of these guys just like Penny and Ralph would have been in MJ's era, but they both get hurt, and they both neither of them really reached their peak during that time frame, and that would have really hurt his rings and his resume. Um, it would have been like if KD gets hurt, like KD gets hurt. LeBron has a lot of rings because he doesn't go to Golden State, (laughs) okay? Yeah, (laughs) like you know, Golden State would have been good, but LeBron probably has one or two more. Because then it yeah. would have been back and forth. Like the year, the Cavs 2016-2017 team is probably the best Cavs team in that time frame. But they just get whooped by the Warriors with KT. But like that team was really really good. They added upgrades and uh, yeah yeah man. This is this is uh, a list, man. That Penny and Ralph are ridiculous. They're just they're just ridiculous. Their upside is
1: ridiculous. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's true, though. That That's definitely a good list because Jordan really just got lucky. <laughs> yes,
0: he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, yes, he did.
1: really was. A lot of things.
0: Got yeah. a piece of lucky, man. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything yep. else to say? No, I'm all good, man. All right. Well, this is going to be the end of this podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to it next week. And for the rest of the off season, we're going to be heading into more of a NBA regular season talk. So next week we talk about guys that could be breaking out next year, guys that could be breakout stars next year. That are young guys, young rising stars in the NBA. Um, we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna be talking about the week after that we're gonna be talking about breaking down each team in the eastern conference and then after that it's gonna be breaking down each team in the western conference and then we're gonna start talking about regular season and like what we're gonna predict and all those type of things and we're gonna head into the actual regular season talk because this is like halfway through the offseason and whenever kevin Durant gets traded you guys we're a special podcast about that so it's gonna be a lot of fun moving forward guys and we Appreciate you guys listening, be subscribing, uh, liking the podcast. Anything you guys do to support the podcast is extremely helpful. So we really appreciate all those things. And uh, yeah, anything else you want to say, Chris? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Jason Collins, and I'm Chris I'm And We're the Best Products. Peace. Out. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?